Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to part three of the Get Yourself Unstuck series, Throw Away Your Writing To-Do List. I am really thrilled to talk to you about throwing away your writing to-do list. And of course, I want to clarify that this works for anything in your life. We could just as easily talk about throwing away your normal, regular, everyday to-do list. But for the purpose of this podcast, we'll focus on writing or any other creative endeavor. Throwing away your writing to-do list is going to create more time for you and help you get more efficient in your creative life. And honestly, all areas of life. I first learned about this idea of throwing away your to-do list when I listened to a webinar with the Life Coach School and Brooke Castillo. It seems counterintuitive, right? How would throwing away your to-do list actually help you get more done? That's a really good question. But before I answer that question, I'm going to ask you three other questions as we're getting started today. The first question is, what prevents you from getting your writing stuff done? For me, it's interruptions priorities, frivolous things like cleaning and laundry and perhaps reels. (laughs) What is that for you? What stops you from getting it done? The second question is, how would your life be different if you always followed through on your writing plans? When I started following through with all of my writing plans, that's when I actually started to see real success. It became not only prolific, and by that I mean I just write a lot of terrible first drafts, (laughs) But I also started to come up with some actually good stories that editors might want to buy. And then some editors did buy some of them. And then I had some actual books. It's pretty exciting. Okay, so the third question is, what happens when you make time for your creativity? For me, when I make time for my creativity, I am just happier. My entire life is better. I see things that might be annoying as endearing instead. If I'm taking time to create, it just kind of changes my perspective and my mindset. Right now, I would love for you to write down everything you have to do for your writing life. So if you want, you can press pause and do it right now, or you can just listen and write these things down later. But write down what you have to do, maybe blog posts, journal entries, newsletters, revising stories, writing stories, submitting to agents and editors. Next, I want you to write down what you want to do in your writing life. And what you have to do and what you want to do, it's, it is pretty subjective. You could probably have some of the same things on your have-to-do list and on your want-to-do list. Because, let's face it, you don't necessarily have to do anything for your writing life. It is a choice, right? So for your want-to-do list, you could include submitting to agents and editors, creating an art series, writing a graphic novel. In the past, I've put things like... YA novel, middle grade novel and verse, chapter book series, picture books and board book series, challenges like story storm, reading for research, 12 by 12, blogging for writer's rumpus, children's book academy. I've added school visits and going to writing conferences. All of these things have actually already happened or are happening, which is pretty exciting. The next question I want you to answer and put on your list is what would be really amazing if you did it? Maybe you want to get your art into a studio. Maybe you want to sell a certain number of paintings. In the past, I've said it would be phenomenal to obviously have more books. 
it would be awesome to do a podcast, which I ended up doing, Picture Book Look. I also wanted to judge literary awards. I wanted to be a critique ninja for 12 by 12. I wanted to do professional critiques. I wanted to be a mentor for writers. I wanted to be a writing coach. All of these things have happened, probably because I wrote them down on a piece of paper and told myself these were things I wanted to do. So when you're writing down your things that you have to do, you want to do, and the things that would be super incredible and would be a dream. I just want you to write down everything, everything that seems impossible, but things that you want to do. For me, things that I would put on this list right now is like revise, revise, revise. I've got novels to revise and I've got books I want to write. So I want you to fill the entire page with all of these things you have to want to and the things that you just dream of doing. And then I want you to think about the obstacles that block you from accomplishing your goal. For me, it's usually not scheduling the time or doing other things instead. Or sometimes it's my thoughts that are blocking me. There have been many times for my novels where I've just been like, I don't know how to do this. Why do I think I can write a novel anyway? And as we know from previous podcasts, that's just my thoughts blocking me. And my own idea is making me feel like I'm not capable. So now as you're looking at this paper and you've written all of these dreams and all of these things that you have to do and you want to do, I want you to eliminate things you think you should do, but you just don't want to. Cross them off the list. Decide that the consequences are okay. Remember, you are not required to do anything you don't want to do. So the first time I did this exercise, I included all of the things, not just my writing. So on my list, I had things that I had to do, like make dinner and clean the house. And I had to decide that it was okay if we had cereal for dinner, because it was something that I didn't really want to do. And then I had to kind of think of some creative ways to make dinner happen because people still needed to eat. I didn't want it to be cereal every night. So I came up with a plan that has worked fairly well off and on. Once my kids were old enough, I assigned each of the five of them to make a meal for one night a week. Dinner was happening and I didn't have to be the person doing it. Also cleaning the house is a similar necessity. The house needs to be clean and I don't want to spend every Saturday for six hours deep cleaning my house. I wanted to spend Saturdays with my family in another way. I decided to take on an extra therapy client or two so I could pay for someone else to clean my house. So think about creative ways to make sure that things that have to happen still happen, but it doesn't necessarily have to be you doing it. All right, so now you've got this entire page of things you have to do, you want to do, you dream of doing, and more. This is basically just an enormous writing to-do list, right? It may feel completely overwhelming to look at it. But what I want you to do right now is take items from that page and put them in the calendar in small chunks. So if you are wanting to write a novel, you could say, write one chapter a day and and you give yourself, you schedule in the time for, you know, one hour a day or however long you think it'll take. But before you do that, I want you to put very first in the calendar, your creative self-care, schedule in time to rest, to revitalize, time to think, empty space for your mind to come up with new ideas. Perhaps you schedule in time to read, time in nature, exercise, hot baths, whatever helps you clear your mind and feel emotionally healthy and ready to make your art. And then you schedule everything else around those things. That's when you would spend an hour a day or schedule in an hour a day for revising that novel. Put it in your calendar and respect the time. 
plan the amount of time for each thing and then stick to the time you allot for yourself. Have you ever noticed how we are much better at keeping commitments for other people than ourselves? Like if we make an appointment with someone, we show up. We would never not show up for someone else when we make an appointment. But so many times we do this to ourselves. We choose not to do the thing we've scheduled for ourselves. It's strange because we put things in our calendars when we are using our prefrontal cortex and we're really thinking about the big picture. But when it comes down to it, lots of times we just don't want to do the thing we planned on doing. It's like our toddler brain takes over and makes us want to resist what our more mature brain has already planned. So when it comes to the time we've set to write, we might not feel like it. Our toddler brain may want us to do something more fun, something that doesn't help us towards our goals. This actually happened to me today. I scheduled writing time and when I got a phone call, I answered, knowing I wasn't staying committed to my schedule. (laughs) I also knew that I had flexibility today and I could shift my schedule a little to talk to a family member. So it was an intentional shift. (laughs) So once we put all the things on the paper and into the calendar, You can throw away your writing to-do list. You can burn it even. You do not need it anymore. It's all there in your calendar. You don't even need to worry about it until you look at the day and you see it on your calendar and you start doing it. And this is when you make the choice to follow through on your commitment to yourself. So you show yourself that you respect the choices that you have made. And at this time, when you're writing, you're going to Turn your phone off so you don't have notifications. And this technique has really helped me immeasurably. But I have a few other tips for fitting writing into your already full schedule. Because we all have so many things going on between household care, work things, church responsibilities, therapy duties, book marketing, family relationships. I have a lot going on. And actually right now I have the privilege of helping my daughter plan her wedding. I'm going to have both a book launch and a wedding in the month of August. It's super exciting. So besides scheduling the writerly things in, what can we do? First of all, I want to send people to my conversation with Kim Chafee on Picture Book Look, where we talk about tips for fitting writing in. It's episode 109 of Picture Book Look. And now I'm going to talk about a few other things. The first idea is taking advantage of the quiet moments. There are moments when... You know, the baby is quiet and the phone isn't ringing and maybe the older kids are playing cooperatively or maybe everyone's at school and maybe you are still doing housework like dishes or laundry or something and you are alone. Take this time to write in your mind. I actually come up with ideas when I'm in the shower or walking in nature or taking a moment to just stop and allow my mind to wander. So that's the first tip. Notice when there is quiet and take advantage of that time. Number two, carry a notebook or smartphone with you at all times. Even if you can't write hundreds of words a day, writing even one word a day can be inspiring. So if you have a way to record your ideas when they come, you'll get more writing done. I have a little notebook that accompanies me everywhere. The third one I kind of mentioned a little bit, turn off the internet. Allow Facebook and Twitter and all those things that are super entertaining to melt away. They really do swallow time faster than a good book. So notice when you're surfing the web and turn it off so you can turn your writing on. The next tip is just make writing a priority. If you find yourself mindlessly watching TV because you're tired at night, perhaps turn the TV off and try to write something or go to bed and set your alarm for 10 minutes earlier. Write for just those 10 minutes. Notice how meeting your muse at night or early in the morning makes you feel. Pay attention to how you feel. 
Notice how prioritizing your art frees you to create exactly what you're meant to create. Notice how creating is exactly what you're supposed to be doing in this very moment. You are the only person who can create your art. I don't think there's anything more lovely. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.